Ain't no yay this week. Ain't no yay. Yay, nigga. Mm-hmm. We don't want yay. <laughs> Oh my There's God! Nothing to be happy about. Nothing. Oh man, I really. It's like this is the eve of Obama leaving, and I'm not ready. No, I'm not ready. Like I knew that they, you know, in the di- in the distant future, I knew that this day would come. Yeah. But. My God, I didn't we know. Oh, so like this. I didn't know. I didn't Tomorrow, know. That white nigga will be y'all's president. I'm going to be sovereign for the next four years. So he ain't got nothing to do with me. But y'all finna have this white man as y'all president. I <laughs> no after okay so let me just 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 jump right into this you got me fucked up this week Betsy Davos whoever that bitch was who was on the stand at the confirmation hearing to be the secretary of education that bitch I hope she gets eaten is this the day. voucher program lady. The billionaire lady who's never been to public school, her children didn't go to public school, and she doesn't even have an education, doesn't even have an education background degree. So when he was asking her, you know, like, hey, what do you think about, like, do guns have a place in school? She's like, well, I can't say that because, you know, like they're saying, you know, in Oregon, a bear may come to the the classroom. It's like, you know what? What? I hope that bitch gets eaten by a bear. I hope you get eaten by a bear. How does the bear have walking. to do with anything? Or was it she said Oregon or Montana? Wherever she was just trying to say, you guys, we've been hijacked. <laughs> we've been hijacked. <sighs> It hurts. The pain. It hurts. The stupid. It 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 burns because it's just sad. It's fucking sad, and it's infuriating. There are no words. I don't know there what to no. do. I don't, uh, I don't know. We did our part. We we did our part. There's nothing that we can do with our hands. We did what we had to do. They didn't do their part. And you know what? I'm sorry. But white people, y'all have to clean this shit up. You do. If this is not my, my mess to fix, nope. I am checking out. I'm checking out. I'm doing the bare minimum for society. He is nominating some of the dumbest people that we've ever seen. The education level in the president's cabinet has dropped severely with the exit of the Obama administration. Mm 
I just don't. This is like real life emotions that are emitting through this radio, right, or this this podcast right now. Like, we legit have no words for this shit. But we have all the emotion because it's, we're fucked. We are fucked. It's not fair. It's just not fair. I did my part. I went to school. I got an education. I did what they told me to do. I pay my taxes. I'm a good, decent member of society. I don't deserve this. My child doesn't deserve this. I should not have to sit and watch these stupid, mediocre-ass, ignorant white people come and have say over policy that will directly affect my life. The only solace is that the people that voted for him will see that they made a fucked up decision and they, they're going to be hurt too. You know what I mean? Like they're already starting to see it. Um, But that's the only solace that I'm getting from it is that we're all fucked up. It's not, it's not, it's not just black. It's not just people of color at this point. It's everyone. We are all fucked. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't keep reading articles, y'all. I just can't. And they just keep coming. Like, I've never read this many Obama articles. Never. I think I read at least 10 articles a day about Trump. And all he's doing, young, he is just, he's making a fool, like he's going to make a fool of everybody. Everyone. I mean, he's already done that. Because let's not pretend like, other countries aren't looking at us like, what the fuck is going on? Like, y'all thought Brexit was a big thing? Like, this shit right here. <sighs> Jesus. We look so stupid. We really do. And y'all know I hate looking stupid. Y'all know this. <laughs> I talk about this shit all the time. I hate looking stupid. <laughs> it grinds my gears. Like, it rips my leather. I oh. <laughs> it rips and chaps your hide. Yes, it boils my water. Like I just <laughs> yes, yes. Um. <laughs> I just you know I just have to laugh to keep from crying. That's that this yes because I keep you know seeing a lot of. Uh, people talking about how, you know, they're in areas and now they're noticing how more whites are emboldened. And one of the things that I'm noticing every morning, like if I stop by the 7-Eleven and go get some coffee, it's always some redneck down here that wants to hold the door open for me. You know, I know. And I hate like, that. You know, well, and now I'm going to tell you thank you. Right. I just walk through the door like, oh, thanks. Yeah, great. And keep it moving like, oh. Like, that's the least you can do with your racist ass. <laughs> You little fucker, like, you you can't even look me in the face. You voted for Trump, and you think this is, you know, your way of saying, like, see, I'm not racist. Fuck you. Right. Fuck you. Like, I'm so funny so story. 
funny story. So y'all know the lady I've had issues with. Um, she made the, you know, all lives joke or whatever. So today I'm talking oh, to her Lord. at work and I wasn't fucked up. I just looked at her like, girl, you are fucked up. Like you really don't understand. You really don't, you don't get it. So just mm. some, some, some backstory for people who don't know this woman is Jordanian. And, um, so we're talking and she tells me about her friend. I've met her friend. I've, mm-hmm. I've you know, you know, we went to their house and, you know, had drinks and stuff at their house. So this lady is pretty nice. Most racist people are. So she <laughs> says to me, we were talking about Trump and what's to come and all that. And she's like, you know, me and my husband, we didn't vote for Trump. And I'm like, of course you didn't. So she tells me, but such and such did. And I looked at her and I was like, wait a minute. That lady that I share beverages with, that I passed the meat and cheese trade to, you're telling me that woman voted for Trump? And she was like, yeah, but, you know, she says she's not racist. And I'm like, how can she not be? How can she, mind you, this lady's white. I'm like, how can she not be a racist? Why would you, why would you vote for this man? Like he is, he's racist. He's misogynistic. Like he's just a, he's a horrible person. And she's like, no, 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 don't say that about her. She's not, she's not racist. And I'm like, how can you not see this? Like you want to be a part of them so bad that you're willing to overlook the fact that your friend voted for a fucking racist and she's like oh but you know we're military so you know we have to vote you know according to military and so I was like okay what? let me ask you this I said okay so you know you you guys are military okay what is his platform regarding military oh he doesn't right. have one then why the fuck would you vote for him why it doesn't make any sense. I'm not cutting this out either. <laughs> I don't see it. <laughs> no, because I have to, I have to go through this. I know, I know. Catch your breath. <laughs> no, because it's like, no one knows. No one knows, no one knows what, he, what he really believes outside of talking shit and being right. a fucking it's like, are you fucking serious? He doesn't like, have a plan. He doesn't. He, he's, oh my god! Oh my god! And I'm looking at her like, you know, I'm talking to Pearl. You know, I talked to Pearl about my day or whatever, and I'm telling Pearl this, uh-huh. and I'm like, I'm like, Pearl, I was telling her that the man is misogynistic, and she's like, I don't even know what misogynistic means. And I'm like, how fuck yeah. do you not know what misogynistic means? You have two fucking degrees. You don't know what misogynistic means. My nigga, for real? For real? Like, bruh, I'm just... (laughs) All I can do is laugh. I was talking to, like, okay, so my other, my friend that works with me, she was like, she was telling her, she was like, well, just listen to what, you know, just listen to what Gucci's saying. Like, she's trying to, she's trying to explain it to you. And she's like, well, no, let's just change the subject because, you know, she's my friend and she's not racist. And I'm like, okay, well... (laughs) <laughs> just know at night they talk about your ass. Just know that. Right. Just know and they make off colored jokes. Just know that they're gonna say, Oh, you're not like those other people. They don't think you're a terrorist. 
because right. obviously you couldn't. Because you don't cover your head. You're, you're better, um, right. You, you, you married a white you man. Know. You're different. I'm angry at myself because I keep telling myself it's not my job to teach. You knew that he was a dumb bitch. You should it revealed herself as a dumb bitch to you months ago, and you still play this little game with her. So you know what? Don't write back. <laughs> you know what? You me. You know me. I did. I did. I was in the club, but I was like, you know what? It just hit me. You know what? Ever since she made that um all Joe's Lives Matters off color yeah. joke the first time. And it just yeah. all snowed downhill from there. And it's like and, I'm not I don't consider her like this is the thing. She's my team lead, so I gotta mm-hmm. play my position because I don't want mm-hmm. tension in the team and you know, I just I gotta be a good teammate. Right. But I, she confides in me, and people tend to do this. They tend to pour their hearts out to me, A, because I don't, I'm not going to tell your business, and two, you, they know I'm going to give you, you know, I'm going to give you some real nigga advice. And it's just like, mm-hmm. you, she got to stop telling me stuff. She just, she has to. And then she'll come to me, and I'll feel bad for her because she'll be like, you know, I just don't understand certain things because I'm not from here. And then I'll be like, well, how long you been here? She's been here eight years. And it's like, bitch, you are you should know this shit. You've been here almost mm-hmm. a decade. Like, you, there is no excuse. Plus, you're an older woman. Like, you're older than me by at but least you, 20 years. Really, so, if you have you ever been in spaces with her where uh, you guys may be the only minorities, does she um, let people assume, or does she, you know, say she's white? Like, not no, because she can't. She cannot pass for white. Okay. Okay. Yeah, um, she's, she's like a lady. little bit. She's a tad bit lighter than me. Oh. Yeah. She's too brown. She's too brown, and I know better. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. and okay. heavy, thick, thick ass accent. Like you have no choice. But to know that she's not from here, like she gets me to proofread her emails, like, <laughs> like she is not. She's just. On one hand, I feel bad, and then on the other hand, I'm like, you know better. You, you, and then I feel, I just feel mad at myself. And you're right, I'm not gonna write back. I'm, I'm just not. I'm gonna suffer the consequences. I brought this on myself. Just, you know what? Just you have to. Don't do anything with her outside of the office anymore. Right. Like, and that's not, that, I try not to do that anyway. Yeah. And even when you're in the office, you know, yes, play the game, be courteous. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you're booked. Right. And I said, oh, look at that. Oh, I have this meeting. Girl, let me go um, turn this soda can around in the first I'll be right back. Right. Like, you know, she was like, do you want to go on break together? I was like, no. No. <laughs> I was Absolutely like, why would no. I go on break with you? I work with you. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to break or whatever. Like, I need to break. 
Well, like, you try to walk the Wawa and get her snack on. Anybody got time to sit here and talk to me? Right. I don't have time for this. I'm concentrating. Right. You have to be offended on my braids. Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> they don't get it. They don't get it. People don't get it. So, they don't. Girl, okay. So, as y'all can tell, I have coon fatigue. Okay. Write yes. that down. Coon fatigue. We're adding it to the lexicon. And this is the thing. This week, um, well, last week, excuse me, we we talked about Steve Harvey. And um, we knew he was a big lip fool last week. But this week, (laughs) he's a big lip coon. And, okay, so here's the thing. I hate the word coon and I and I know I know I'm sitting here saying it and I hate it but it's for me I think this really sums up the whole feeling of just utter disgust I just have a it's a deep deep uh, why do you hate the word coon I hate the word coon because I think it's degrading. It's a racial slur that I just think is like it, it makes me cringe. But it's used within you know? the community. I don't. I've never heard white. Well, I don't people. like it when black people. Actually, I remember white people saying it in like the Dukes of Hazard days. Like I recall. Yeah. I recall coon. I'm. I'm old I've never seen Dukes of Hazard, so I don't. Okay. I yeah, you put it off the air by the time you came. Well, you know, they had reruns and shit. Like, I I was a heavy, um, oh, shit, what's the name of that show uh, with Ma and Pa and... Um, the Walton? No, The Oil. Oh. What is their name? They got, they, no, it's it's a comedy. It's black and white. They, uh, oh, they end up finding... The Beverly Hillbillies. That was my oh, shit. <laughs> that was my shit. Yeah. So yeah, like they had, you know, they had the reruns of of that. I just it just never appealed to me. It just and now that I when I hear people talk about it, I'm like, yeah, that just really. I does what, not I don't like. I don't like when black people use the word coon to just to talk about other black people because a lot of times it was wrapped in respectability politics, so that's why okay. I don't like it. Okay. But for this thing right sense. here, it's, it's apropos. These motherfucking niggas is out here tap dancing for the white man, and it's like, you know what? There's a line. There is a line. These people disrespected my, my black president. I don't care. They disrespected him. They disrespected women. They disrespected yep. people of color. They disrespected every single person who was not wealthy or white. Yep. Even and the Asians is getting it. Ain't no more model citizen, bruh. Oh, oh, whoop, whoop, all that. I feel sorry for your mother. <laughs> all that and shit. But no, like, for real. Like, <clears throat> The amount of disrespect and hatred that they spew toward this man, and there's no good goddamn reason for it, none whatsoever. He was a decent human being, no matter what you think about him, whether you agree about it. He's a good person. You didn't deserve him. 
and he did some great things, and he made my life okay. And as an African-American, I'm not going to disparage him because there was, when we talk about, oh, what's he going to do for black people? Well, first and foremost, black America didn't hand him a black agenda. And my thing is, but this is my thing. They want, they expected this man to come in for at first four years, but in eight years, you want him to go and fix centuries of of hate and just there's no way he can do that. He just can't. And that's the other part of it because why I don't feel like I need to do a damn thing as far as reconcile or listen or hear them out. No, they're going to get all this resistance and pushback the same way they get resistance and pushback to this man. He, they barely confirmed his full appointment. All that he doesn't that. have it. They've asked for, I think, 50 of um, Obama's people to stay on. He don't even have, he didn't even, he didn't even know he had to hire those positions probably. This is who you hired. You hired the night custodian to be the principal. Mm-hmm. This is what you did. And the thing about it, <clears throat> white America has had centuries to really reflect and be, and evolve into better people as mm-hmm. far as culturally. And to really look back and say, you know, what our ancestors did was wrong. And to ensure we have a better future and to make sure that, you know, this never happens again, let's enact these laws, you know, to make sure that this is right. But they haven't. They fought tooth and nail since since slavery was abolished. Then they enacted Jim Crow. Then they enacted mm-hmm. segregation. Then they enacted the drug wars and all these mm-hmm. other policies to continually marginalize our communities. They've done this repeatedly, century after century after decade after decade. There, There's no more talk to be had. If they wanted to be better people, they'd be better people. Right. They don't want to be better. They don't want to listen. They don't want to understand. And it's safe to say we have over 400 years' worth of evidence to verify that, you know what, they don't fuck with you. They never have and they never will. I think it's safe to say this. Therefore, I ain't got no more play. I ain't got no, I ain't got nothing. I like, there is no me, you know, coming to sit at the table with you. No. Right. Nah. Not like nah, and and the thing with Steve Harvey, you know, there were people who were listening to him on the radio, and they were um, live um, Facebooking it. This one lady, so I was top, that's how I was reading it I and mean, getting up on what he was saying. And this the 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 things that he was saying was so insulting. He was like, "Well, I did this because you know," what if he said the most kingfish ass shit. I ever heard in my life talking mm-hmm. about some, oh, well, if you want to come, you know, you got to get at the table in order to, you know, know that on the menu, you got to sit at the table. So I went and, and fought. Nah, bruh. You no, absolutely no, don't no. have to do that. You mm-hmm. absolutely nah. don't. There are so many no. other ways you could have done your part. So the many other ways. are not even qualified to discuss the topic that you were invited to talk to. Let's about. get into that. Let you know. Like, it's insulting to you, your intelligence, your integrity. Historically, honestly, 
he's not as bad as Martin Luther King III. That's when I became tired. But it was Steve's is his, his justification. He said I also he also said that he had asked God to increase his global presence. And I was like, you greedy, big lip nigger. Increase Fuck your you. global presence. Like that sounds like some prosperity. Exactly. Exactly. I'm sorry. Because like uh, first of all, you are not, not pray for you to be able to go in and help other create outreach programs or donate more or volunteer to do such and such or build schools in other countries. Hell, build schools here. Build magnet schools and charter schools for black kids here. That None of that came up on your prayer list. But to increase your global reach to do what? Tell jokes, my nigga? Why is this cap? You ain't that funny. First and foremost, the only king of comedies that I acknowledge is um, Bernie Mac and Cedric. Bernie fucking I Mac. I have not fucked with DL for a long time. I will not, even though he is saying some shit now that I vague, that I halfway agree with, still fuck him. But I did never, I never forgot when Bernie Mac said that he didn't fuck with Steve Harvey because Steve Harvey wanted to call the producers of Ocean's Eleven and tell them, don't hire Bernie Mac, hire me instead because I have a, a larger reach, a larger audience, and, oh, I, you know, I have, I have my own show, so, you know, I'm more marketable, blah, blah, blah. That's why wow. Bernie ain't fucking with you. He was a snake then. You a snake now. You ain't shit. You only about it's your dollars. Now, thank you for, for revealing yourself to me fully. So now I know I don't have to support you. And I right. never will. And I don't care if it hurts your feelings. And I don't care if you feel bad about it. No, because every time I talk to my auntie on the phone, that goddamn Steve Harvey is in the goddamn background. Every <laughs> time. And it's like, my nigga, we support you. Black people buy this. All of them bought me this goddamn book and sent it to me like, girl, read the book. Oh, my goodness, Steve Harvey. And it's stupid. It's Stupid to think that a man is going to respect you after 90 days because you're not sleeping with him. Girl, bye. Bye. Throw that guy shit in. He'll cheat on you on the first day. He'll cheat on you on the 365th day. That shit don't matter. Stop taking this nigga's word. Like, he ain't, he's been married three fucking times. Three fucking times. Marjorie ain't shit either. And I said what I said. Mm. She ain't shit in a Prada blouse. Exactly. I'm just, I, I just, I'm just, I'm done. I'm done. Martin Luther King Jr. the third. Okay, so can you me, be a junior and a third? The third, yeah, because he will all. You know what I mean? <laughs> then I said it. I, I said what I said. <laughs>
Like, no. You, he deserves better than this. And for you to meet with him, to go to that, to go to him on your daddy's birth. Oh, I, I'm just. Do y'all find it funny or do you find it the commemorative day fishy? Still. I find it fishy that he hasn't met with any of the black community's political players. He hasn't met mm-hmm. with. I haven't seen him meet with uh, what's little lollipop head name? Fucking um, y'all gotta excuse me because I got a migraine. (laughs) All these (laughs) talking, around. What are you talking about? Little lollipop, what's his name? Not Jesse. (laughs) What's the other nigga name? Al. Al (laughs) Shockton. Tell me he don't look like a little lollipop. He do. He lost all that weight. <laughs> but, like, why not meet with him? Why not meet with, fuck, why not meet with anyone who's on CNN that's black? Like, that, you know what I mean, that really works for the black community. You choose comedians and you choose rappers. What does that say about you as the performer that he, you don't have any knowledge what are you there for? That's like me going to a job interview for a surgeon. For a surgeon, like, wh- why are you call me? Surgeon, and he is not even trying to be head of the Department of Health and Human Services. Fuck that nigga, because it's like my nigga. Wait, come on now, this, this you guys, no, 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 no. We deserve better than this. We mm-hmm. deserve. Be- I want to throw so my phone back in. I, I, oh. uh, I just, uh, I try, I'm try, I try, I'm trying, I'm trying to hold it together, but it's like I'm gonna miss, I'm gonna miss Obama so much. Oh I'm gonna have a meltdown all day long. I'm just gonna melt down. I know. I'm not, but I'm, I'm gonna be on my fuck white people, Steve. Don't talk to oh, me. Man. Don't ask me to do shit for you because I'm not doing it. No, not today. You better come ask me on Monday. Let me tell you something. I took this whole week off quiet as cat. I (laughs) I didn't do shit either. (laughs) I was at my cubicle working on podcast stuff. (laughs) I even canceled one of my meetings. I did the bare motherfucking minimum. I did. I, I legit did. I was like, you know what? Like, y'all not going to get all this out of me. And mm-hmm. it, it's, it's people who are in the government who voted for this nigga. And when you look at the programs he's trying to shut down in the government to cut money, to save money, excuse me, he's trying to yeah. he's gonna cut 25 grants for women and domestic violence programs. So that's what he's cutting. He's going to cut nuclear programs. He's going to cut um, programs from the EPA, environmental planning. He's going to, you know, cut programs that um, help with the environment. He's going to cut, he's going to, he's strategically cutting certain programs. And he wants to cut the endowment of the arts. Oh, my God. And humanities. 
And, you know, and it dawned on me that they shut down the children's television public workshop. Like, you knew some shit was coming when they took set. You remember on, you know, PBS used to be free and shit, like Nate's show. You know, children's, like, all that, that was provided through funding for grants. They they shut that down. And now you have to have HBO on the watch. You have to have HBO on the watch Sesame Street. Wait, what? Sesame Street comes on HBO now. I thought PBS was just run off of donations now. Is it completely gone? It is. It is, but um, they didn't have with the children's television workshop. Yeah. Where that was the program that did, like, Sesame Street and the early childhood yes. development program. Mm-hmm. All that got cut, yeah. So Sesame Street got picked up by HBO. Oh, my God. HBO is the GOAT. FYI. But for a poor child who doesn't have cable. Right. And doesn't have access to early childhood education. That was the purpose of all that. So it's for it to be on public access television so that it, you have access to it. It's like, why are they cutting off all of our access to the things that. I just want to say need? something. Um, it's the same vein, different arm. But I don't know if people are aware, but um, if you have Cox in your area and if you are a low income or on any type of government assistance, they will let you get internet for your family for $10 a month. Internet is important for your child for school. That's true. You're absolutely right. And it's just, I'm tired of What what it is 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 if you are African American, I expect better of you. You know that these white folks ain't gonna change. You know everything your ancestors told you about them is true. It never changed. It never changed. They're never. They don't want to feel that guilt. And they're so all borderline social. Well, no, they are just straight up. This is sociopathic. We're dealing with, with with psychopaths. This is insane. This is insanity. Mm-hmm. And in order for them to prosper, they know they have to marginalize and oppress us. Yeah. And how? And, and, the, and the part that pisses me off, they keep talking about how inferior we are. But it's like if we're so inferior, why do you have to legislate us into poverty? Well, another. Why not? It's not true. It's not true. And then it's like, if you're so great and you're so exceptional, go build another America. Right. Go do, go, go, go build another America or just go fucking be great. Why are you right. so worried about, why, why do you have to worry about us? And see, this, and it's the lie that people buy into. It's like, there's proof out there that black people are not stupid. Anything that they've put on us, we've overcome it. Mm-hmm. We've also, like, you forget when they used to do the Black History 360, all the things in this country that GE, like you look at all the things that black people invented, the stoplight, the washing machine, fucking um, carburetors, like just everything. First heart surgeon. Oh, heart surgeon. Yeah. But but don't, no black people or families own any patents on any of this stuff. Yeah, this is all technology that GE and DuPont, all them, they benefit from today for generations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now fuck you. 
fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And you still, to this day, you insult me by offering me crumbs, a photo op, a photo op. If that doesn't no make you dialogue. feel worthless. No, he didn't have a real dialogue. Which this man has no plan. He doesn't even know how to do his job. Vegas is taking bets right now. The odds are six to one that he's going to get impeached within the first six months. Like, he's not even going to make it a full year. Is he able to just if just to step down? Like, can he just say, I don't want to do this no more? Absolutely he could. I hope he doesn't. Knowing him, he would. But he could also <laughs> sign something to say, I'll make myself president for the rest of my motherfucking life. Oh, or we have to nominate his son or his daughter or some shit. Something stupid. I mean, he could do anything. He's got. He's going to nominate Supreme Court judges. And he doesn't know anything about who he's nominating. These are people that, these are lobbyists who are feeding the shit to him. He's hiring people from these think tanks that come up with ways to defeat legislation. And you know all it is is just retaliation because they're mad because when Obama, you know, is attacked privatization in the prisons where they were making all their money. Mm-hmm. All their streams of revenue that were predatory, Obama dried it up, you know, trying to legislate it. They're just mad mm-hmm. about that, like um, with the student loans, the um, for-profit universities, Trump was involved with that. He, mm-hmm. he did something about that. And then also when they did the um, privatization, they said that you can no longer privatize prisons and all the other kind of stuff. That was going away. They are upset about that. And then he's been letting a lot of people out of jail. I just want so, to hear oh. how you all say that he did, that Obama did nothing for black people. Hmm. You're listing all the things that he has done for black people. Stopping the privatization of jails. Come on, man! Like y'all, y'all just don't get it. Like you, you really like, don't so, understand like, how good we had it. We had it very good. Number one, number two. This man doesn't care as long as he gets richer. As long as he gets richer, he doesn't care. Right. He, he only cares care about that bottom line. The point is, we need to start caring. People need to care, and this is what happens. And it's like, you know what? This is what I'm pretty sure um, people felt before, you know, before disaster strikes. Mm-hmm. You know, there are some people who are just like, no, that's not what this is. Like, oh, no, we have to just, you know, and it's like, you know what, we've been through this before. We've been through too much for us to keep continuing to go, to continue to get slapped and spit in the face. Like, this is just a spit in the face. Like, this is just the most blatant, just blatant disrespect. I'm just, I feel disrespected and I'm disgusted. And, mm-hmm. There is no reconciling that. None. And as far as I'm concerned, this man is not even fit to lick Barack Obama's boot. He's mm-hmm. not even fit to lick his ass. He's not. He doesn't even have. He doesn't even have. Ha- anyway, but you know what? This is it. This is where we are. Um, when I go to work, I'll have to look at this man's face on the wall. Hmm. Hmm. It's just. Mm. It is very disrespectful. Very. I'm just. It, it, yeah. It's embarrassing and and. It's disgusting. It is. It's absolutely. <sighs> While we're still on the subject, so Chrisette Michelle, 
since we're on it. It's all together. Mm-hmm. She's going to sing tomorrow. Fuck her. You want to know how you was, you want to know how she knows that she was wrong in doing this? She kept it a secret. Uh, For a fucking week, you kept this a secret. And then it came out yesterday, and you said nothing. And today, you dropped some cryptic-ass note. Talking about you're going to bridge the gap, and if singing a song is going to break down the walls of racism, then you'll be that person. What are you doing? She's been a dumbass. She has. This is why her album's on sale. I think I was the only person who bought it. In the words of Levy, your album went paper plate. I just... I don't get it. Like, I don't... She can't be this stupid. No, I don't believe... I think these people are doing this for... They, I think these are people who, for me, it's just very telling. Anybody who's really on some kumbaya shit right now is a sucker, is a dumbass. If anybody who's on some old, who will hold chance, a song is not going to bridge a gap. Right. A song is not going to change anybody's hearts and minds. It's not. They, they, they've decided they're not going to change. They're not going to end the cycle that hurts us. They're not going to stop or let up. They're not. They've shown us this over and over and over again. The evidence is overwhelming. There is no denying it. And for you to be in league with them on any level is unacceptable at this at this point in the game. And do you really want this on your unsung episode in five years? Like, Oh, man, she's not even going to get an unsung. <laughs> Where are they now with Oprah? You she wish you could sit with now. Oprah. <laughs> She's not going to get that. That isn't going to happen. I'm sorry. You just but... destroyed your career. You you destroyed your career because ain't no white people checking for you, sis. None. Don't check for you. You going to this and inauguration is not going to broaden your your scope. It's not going to make more people look for your music. No one. You're there like a big eyed fucking token. That's it. I hope your mic stopped working. The only reason why they're even looking for black people to invite is so that they don't appear. So, you know, he could do the damage control for all the stuff mm-hmm. she said. But no, see, there is no damage control. He, he showed you exactly who he is, and you, and you are okay, You're okay with, it. with it. When he grabs you by the pussy, I don't want to hear you cry. Oh, bitch. Suck that shit up. Get your straw and suck that shit up because I don't want to hear it. Just. It's infuriating. It's infuriating that she's that fucking naive. I don't know if she's naive or she's stupid or she's just broke and she needs this money. I don't know. But it's not a good idea. And we're not even trying. Like, the thing is, like, I can't even express words right now. <laughs> I, don't, I think that she thought she was going to be cute. And the it's fact not, that she, though. 
the fact that she wanted to do it in secret tells me everything that I right. know. You knew you were wrong. You knew this wouldn't go over well. You knew it. Look how many people can't, look how many people said hell no. Then look how many people initially signed up and then canceled. Yeah. First of Jennifer all, holiday. The <laughs> former president checked himself and his wife into the hospital just to send you a doctor note. Bro, they, they said they was both you. sick. <laughs> Like, oh, he said, I, my doctor said, it is not a good idea. It's been like mild in D.C. all January. <laughs> That's the gag, right? It don't even be that cold.
You will never get good shit again. Y'all will never. Y'all don't deserve the good shit that we got. I got a stimulus check, $350 motherfucking dollars. I want my stimulus check. I took the check and cashed it and got my account out of the red. Yes. (laughs) Y'all don't deserve him. You don't. This nigga fixed our economy. He fixed it. He told y'all niggas, go out there and spend your money. It's okay, sis. He told you this. And look what happened. Our market rebounded. Now you got this nigga up in here who don't know shit about economy. He don't even pay his taxes. What yeah. the fuck? What? Like, what? Oh. That stimulus check was so good. It was so good. I had all the snacks. All of them. $350 worth. Mm-hmm. This shit is depressing. It is so depressing. Uh, Chrisette, Chrisette, uh, what, what the fuck is her name? Fuck you. Chrisette. Chrisette. Just, mm-hmm. just fuck you forever. Like, you're canceled. So canceled. You're canceled. Oh, I can't even harmonize with that bitch. Mm-hmm. You should have stayed on R&B Divas. Like, if you was hurting for money that bad, you should have stayed on R&B Divas. If you needed money that bad, all you had to do was make more YouTube videos. That's all you had to do. Google pays on the 22nd of every month. We could have got you. We Listen, your mortgage due on the 16th, all you would have had to do was pay the late fee on the 22nd. You would have been good money, but no, you do some shit like this. I hope the money's worth mm-hmm. it. I hope it's enough to last you for the rest of your life because you're not going to make money off your albums. I'm going to scratch your ass. So the thing about it is, is she, as um, was pointed out today in the Facebook group, uh, the princess of bad decision making, Little Mo, <laughs> um, wanted to shout out to Tamara, who is the petty godmother. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you because she said she pointed this out, and I was like, "Girl, I'm gonna steal this." Little Mo and Chrisette Michelle and Steve Harvey; these are the prince and princesses of poor decision making. This is true. And. Uh, Lomo wanted to defend Chrisette and, you know, be all tearful and stuff. And I was like, you know what, I'm tired of her too. I'm tired of anybody mm-hmm. who's going to defend these people because that's your friend or you fuck with them or you know them or mm-hmm. you don't want to see anybody pour down. Blah, blah. No, 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 Let me tell you something. These people made a choice. They made a choice to go against the grain and to sell out their soul for a dollar or for a look or for the potential to increase their territory. Right. No. Mm-mm. Not at my expense. There's Not at so my many expense. other things he's you could have done. He want to help with housing because y'all the ones need houses. See, he's like, y'all the ones living in these communities that's affected by this because my kids, they don't live out there like that. My kids, you know, he, you know, you know what you could have did, Steve Harvey? Young kids are. He's like, and I don't need houses. I got four houses. Y'all need houses. See, that shit right there. And he's talking about, oh, and y'all hurt my feelings. 
He's indignant. He's just fucking indignant. Mm -hmm. He's not remorseful. Because you could have took your fucking money and you could have built a fucking neighborhood. You could have done this. That's Mm -hmm. how you could have done something. Mm-hmm. But you go talk to Trump, who's not going to do shit for you. He's using you. You are a pawn. This don't make you look good. You look weak mm-hmm. and naive. You just look. You just uh I'm just getting mad all over again. Cause the look on his face, he was like, just look like, what the fuck happened? Like, right? He went up it like they. Played you like showed you coming in and showed you coming the fuck out and that was it little photo up and that's it. He didn't talk. They didn't talk to them. He in the they didn't talk about anything. It, he didn't talk about like you. He used you. You're a fool. You're a new kind of fool, which makes you a cool. Like I'm sorry. Like there's like no. Like no. Nobody up with this no more. Like no, no. It wasn't cute. I can't. I cannot abide by any of this. I'm. I'm sorry. The only thing that is giving me solace right now is the fact that the Hive and the Navy wouldn't put me through this type of changes. Right. They know that's better. The thing, that's the only thing that's bringing me solace. Beyonce would never. Ever. She knows better. You know, she ain't even saying nothing. She's all over when Obama get elected and whatnot. You know, mm-hmm. ain't been nowhere. She I did see her take time. one picture with Hillary. I did see that. One. And that was it. Mm-hmm. Just <sighs> fuck all y'all, man. Just y'all. Oh, you ain't shit. Mm-hmm. So okay, here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. So this uh, article came from Colorline. Um, why I'm skipping the Women's March on Washington. Um, I don't know that I serve my own mental health needs by putting my body on the line to feign solidarity with women who, by and large, didn't get didn't have my back prior to November. I never felt anything remotely resembling sisterhood with white women. Friendship, affinity, fondness, love, sure. Sisterhood, nah. That sense of loyalty, interconnectedness, accountability, and shared struggle simply isn't there. That lack of sisterhood haunted me at times during the 2016 election season. As Election Day approached and Secretary Hillary Rodham Clinton emerged as the front runner, I waited to feel something. Some sort of connection between her and me, some sort of emotion tied to the likelihood that a person who shares my gender expression would be the leader of the free world. It never came. However, the absence of that sisterhood never felt more real for me than it did when I learned that 53% of white female voters cast a ballot for a man whose bigotry was perhaps his greatest selling point. I never expected that white women, by and large, would favor Clinton over Donald Trump because she promised criminal justice reform or would do more to protect the rights of people of color than her opponent. But I did believe that Trump's incredibly public misogyny manifested in attacks on, excuse me, incredibly public misogyny manifested in attacks on women's looks, a boast about pussy grabbing, and promises to prosecute people who seek abortion would have made him less than favorable. 
Silly me to expect self-preservation to take priority over racism, I suppose. Of course, much of the election, most, excuse me, much of the post-election news cycle was dominated by white folks wringing their hands. How could this happen? Why did it happen? There was lots of weeping and wailing from women who could get the answers to questions by simply asking their relatives, friends, and partners who put Trump in power. As fearful as I am for the lives that are most vulnerable in the wake of a Trump presidency, including immigrants of color, Muslims, LGBT people, and, of course, black folks, there was a tiny, tiny part of me that felt a tiny, tiny bit of satisfaction in seeing how sad many white women were. Finally, they got to know some semblance of the pain and anguish that accompanies our lives in this country. But when I learned that some of these women had decided to channel their disappointment into a million-woman march, my twisted moment of pleasure quickly gave way to a familiar sense of annoyance. Once again, the labors of black folks, in this case the 1995 Million Man March and the 1997 Million Woman March, organized by Minister Louis Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam, were being co-opted and erased by clueless white women. And just what would this million women be coming together to march about? Their mothers, sisters, homegirls, and friends who elected Trump in the first place? The name of the march did quickly change, and a group of women of color that I deeply admire signed on as co-chairs. They are now the face of the event and among its lead organizers. For me, this sparks a few conflicting feelings. On one hand, I think that Tamika Mallory, former executive director of the National Action Network, Carmen Perez, executive director of the Gathering for Justice, and Linda Sarsour, Sarsour, excuse me, executive director of the Arab American Association of New York as living and breathing superheroes. They are the closest our shared home of New York City has to Wonder Woman, Storm, and Misty Knight. People who are open to hearing from them and who allow them to leave will benefit from doing so. On the other hand, I'm really tired of black and brown women routinely being tasked with fixing white folks' messes. I'm tired of seeing the moral compass of the United States. Many of the white women who will attend the march are committed activists, sure. But for those new to it, white women who just decided that they care about social issues, I'm not invested in sharing space with them at this point in history. Will the Women's March on Washington be a space filled primarily with participants who believe that Black Lives Matter? I'm not sure, especially considering the attitudes of some who have publicly stated that they do not want to hear calls for attendees to check their white privilege at the proverbial door. Thus, I am affording myself the emotional frailty usually reserved for white women in tapping out this time. I'm not saying that I will never stand in solidarity with masses of white women under the umbrella of our gender, but it won't be this weekend. Managing my depression is a complicated daily task, one that will certainly be exacerbated by the presidential inauguration festivities. It won't serve my own mental health needs to put my body on the line, a body that I believe will invite more violence from Trump supporters than Taylor attendees. To feign solidarity with women who, by and large, didn't have my back prior to November, not yet, eventually, perhaps, but not now. I'd like to see a million white women march to the grave of Harriet Tubman, 
Sojourner Truth or Audrey Lore, or perhaps to the campus of Stelman College to offer a formal apology to black women. It's time for white women to come together and tell the world how their crimes against black women, black men, and black children have been no less devastating than the ones committed by their male counterparts. Perhaps the Women's March on Washington will provide the grounds for the level of catharsis required to make that happen. If anyone can plant the seed, it's Mallory Perez, Sarsar, and Janae Ingram, the March's head of logistics. But I just can't make my way to Washington, D.C. this weekend to find out. Maybe next time. So, honey, when I read this, I was all the way in my feelings because I was like, that is exactly how I feel. I, yeah. I, I, I I don't feel compelled. And, I mean, it goes beyond my gender. I don't feel compelled to help any African-Americans who support Trump. Like that, right. the, the, the the sheriff in Milwaukee, the black guy mm-hmm. called Mark Lamont Hill, a jigaboo, him? Yes. yes. Oh, no, 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 no. I can't. I can't. No. I'm, I'm tapping out, and I mean it, because... Like I said, they, they you know, if, if, if they really want to evolve in their humanity okay. and recognize ours, they could have done it. And, and, and how many times must we sing and dance to appease them? Right. Like, no, motherfucker, get we up off your They're sucking and jiving for their behalf, and it's like they use us to benefit them. It's it's. It's always no, about what's in it for them. No, we come up with something, we invent it, they take it, and they make money yeah. off of it and don't give back. No. you. I owe them nothing. No. Nope. I've got nothing more to give. No. Not having it. And um, I'm tired, you know. So I'm, I'm not watching anything. I'm not um, acknowledging this. At all, and um, I I will say, you know, I'm just disappointed in in, in some of these African Americans because, you know, these, you know, you remember there was, you know, that time pre Obama, but Hollywood was not this, as black as it is now. Mm-hmm. You know, there are a lot of folk in Hollywood that, you know, they were ready to walk the line and toe the line, and oh, you know, racism is over and we're colorless now because oh, you know. Uh, so they didn't want, you know, white people to look at them as militant and not hire right. them for them. And then Obama came, and now all of a sudden it's cool to be black. Because it's trendy now. Mm-hmm. Right. We see you too. Exactly. But one, now that he's gone out of the White House, we want to see some of y'all reverting back to, to, to the old step and fetch bullshit. If you was black when Obama was president, you remain black now. Right. Well, now I just listen. You owe your ancestors. You do. I mean, it's the least you could do is be true to yourself and be true to your people. Just, Mm -hmm. I'm not asking anybody in the black community to do anything outside of the norm. I'm not asking you to do anything that's going to compromise your self-worth or how you value yourself. You know what I mean? Like, if anything, it's going to put more value in you. And you, you basically, you're, you're denying your blackness. Like, I just, I, what do you 
you don't you're not gaining anything by showing up to this and and meeting with this man and you don't get anything from it. This women's march at first I was like, Oh, that's this is a cute idea. This is really cute. But then I thought like this is not for me. It'll never be for me. Never. Because I'm not a straight white woman. Mm-hmm. There are no benefits for me. I just... Uh, you just realize, like, how fucked up everything really is. It's just sad. It is so sad. This should be called the sad episode. <laughs> no. <laughs> it is sad. It's a shame. <laughs> this is good. It's all the shame. Shame. But at least we'll get some good stories out of it. Good news articles. A couple chuckles. He's going to have a meltdown. That nigga's going to cry in the car. (laughs) Like, from what I'm seeing so far, ain't nobody coming down here. Everybody's going to the protest or going somewhere else or otherwise. There's going to be a, um, oh, my gosh, there's going to be a ball. And all the black people will, yes. At the African American Museum. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Nikki Giovanni's gonna be there. Who else? Solange. Yeah. She's gonna perform. Yeah. 